Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel. In this episode, I will be recapping the recent offseason reported moves uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks, as I will first start with the Bogdan Bogdanovich sign-in trade fiasco. Ultimately, it was thought that they were going to get Bogdanovich initially, but ultimately they probably aren't, as he has signed an offer sheet with the Hawks four years around $70 million, as all these uh, contracts I'm talking about have basically come out from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, and they have all, uh, he's kind of reported them as part of free agency and everything going on with the NBA offseason. As the Kings, the team that Bogdan was originally on, has have 48 hours to match the offer. Uh, if they do that, then he'll stay with the Kings, and if they don't, then he'll go to the Hawks. So I've been kind of uh, reading up on, on this situation within the media, and... Uh, a lot of people have mentioned or said some of the fact of I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but they've said kind of like, why wouldn't the Kings sign it or match it as it's a reasonable rate? I mean, it's 18 million a year, but if you think about NBA money, that's really not a horrible, like a unreasonable rate for a player of Bogdanovich's caliber, as far as he's a really good player statistically. And the Kings can, if they're not in contention or years down the line, they can use him as a trade piece and get more back versus losing him for nothing. But uh, that'll be a decision that needs to be made. As I've heard, um, a lot of people kind of give their thoughts on it. And uh, I did want to uh, cover that as I've, I've said, or I've seen uh, those things uh, within the NBA insiders within the media. So uh, we'll kind of see how that uh, plays out. But basically the Bucks won't get him. So they will keep the players that were rumored to go uh, in the trade. So they'll have Dante DiVincenzo still unless they decide to trade him, which I don't think that they will, but they could. And they'll still have DJ Wilson, who they might trade, but they might not. So uh, that trade is not happening anymore. And uh, the Bucks have moved on. In my opinion, I think that they've done a nice job uh, rebounding and they've signed guard DJ Augustine, who averages a shade under 10 points career for points per game and is a nice uh, kind of backup point guard who can also lead an offense if it's where they have rotations and they have uh, a lot of their starters out there. He can pretty much lead any any offense uh, as far as that goes. He's had a long, really good uh, career, and he's not been like amazing like a, like a star or anything like that, but he's he's uh, definitely been a nice role player for any team he's been on, and the Bucks will uh, – Welcome in his addition as uh, George Hill and the trade uh, that they got Drew Holiday for, uh, as well as the draft pick uh, that turned into Sam Merrill. Uh, they'll need to fill uh, George Hill's kind of place on the roster as George Hill was a good player in his own right for the Bucks as far as a role player. And hopefully DJ Augustine should be able to uh, fill that role. In addition to his uh, averages uh, career, he is a pretty good shooter. Uh, shoots at a high clip and uh, just kind of a nice signing for the Bucks. As that's a three-year, twenty-one million reported deal. And then it later came out, Eric Name of the Athletic uh, reported that the third year will be non-guaranteed. So we'll see what happens on the third year if he's with the Bucks or not. But uh, that's a signing that they made uh, on Saturday. And then they also made another signing at forward, Bobby Portis, who, if Bucks fans or anybody remembers, a few years ago when Portis was in the draft. Bucks kind of wanted him. There were a lot, a lot of reports out there that some of their people were in on him. The others wanted Rashad Vaughn. They ultimately ended up taking Rashad Vaughn. 
and uh, Portis went after uh, the Bucks in the draft, and the Bucks now have their chance, and they signed him where he'll he'll be on their team, and he's kind of a dynamic uh, forward, uh, power forward, center, uh, center where they would play a small mark ball lineup and uh average uh for career stats he's uh averaged around 10 or so points a game or more so he's a nice role player that's for sure he's a pretty solid rebounder and he'll fill probably the the role that ursan Ilyasova had who ursan Ilyasova was waived so he probably won't be back with the bucks he'll join another team as uh they decided to move on from him and then in the next move they uh signed Bryn forbes to a two-year contract, used to play for the Spurs, and uh, he'll be a nice addition as he's a really good shooter the last two years. He shot it, I mean, his career back at Michigan State when he played. He's a really good shooter, shoots the lights out. And uh, the last two years for the Spurs, he started a lot, so he has starting experience. So if they need to start him here and there, uh, or he could also come off the bench and just a, a nice role player, uh, like I mentioned, and uh, he's averaged around 10, 11 points the last two years and uh, a nice uh, signing for the Bucks, at least uh, on the surface. I mean, I think that all these signings, kind of looking at it critically, are, are pretty good signings. But all that matters ultimately with any signing or any transaction in sports, basketball here in the NBA we're talking about, it's how they do uh, performing and in, in that. And, and that will kind of... Uh, justify the signing one way or the, or, or the other. And then they signed uh, Torrey Craig, uh, who used to play for the Nuggets. And uh, he's a nice, really good defender. Uh, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski uh, kind of said uh, that he has really accepted the task of guarding the teams uh, that is an opposing team's best player. And uh, that should really help the Bucks too, because Chris Middleton has oftentimes had to do that. He's done a really nice job of that. And also been a really good offensive scorer and player and a, just a good all-around player. But hopefully that will give uh, Chris Middleton a little bit where he can alternate or, or something like that as uh, the player who kind of played that role as far as another really good defender is Wes Matthews, who Wes Matthews is now in the Lakers. And uh, he signed with them in free agency. So it was a good uh, move to get Craig. He's a okay offensive player. He's not anything special by any means, but he, he can uh, – kind of do some things offensively, but he's, he makes his most kind of, as far as his, what, what people think about him is a really good defender. And then uh, as far as two way deals, they were able to sign Jalen Adams and Mamadi Diakite. And then they signed EJ Montgomery to a training camp deal. And uh, additionally, they signed Pat Connaughton or re-signed Pat Connaughton to a three-year deal. So I think it's a good move to get Pat back. I mean, the contract, it depends on what the final contract details are because a lot of times these contracts, they say, oh, this amount of money for however many years. And a lot of times whenever the full breakdown of the contract comes out is really when you see what, what it is. I mean, on the surface, that's the contract, but usually they divide things up. Um, and, and kind of do that. So uh, Connaughton is definitely just kind of a really good uh, for basketball or for any sport. You, you kind of call him a, a really good leader and uh, a, a nice presence. And, and I believe he's really close with all the Bucks players, but especially Giannis. 
And uh, it's really good uh, move as far as that goes. He does show um, flashes as far as athleticism. He can dunk. Uh, he was a part of the dunk contest uh, this past year, I believe, uh, or recently. So he's a really good athlete, and then he's a pretty good defender too. So uh, I know he struggled, uh, but some other players for them struggled too within the NBA bubble as far as uh, in Orlando. So Coach Budenholzer has always really liked uh, – all of his players, but most notably Connaughton, he really likes, obviously likes Giannis. And then, I mean, them keeping Dante, I think that they probably will keep Dante unless they get an offer they can't pass up because Budenholzer has always been a really big fan of Dante, so uh, DiVincenzo. So that's kind of a look at the moves. They also selected Jordan Noir, as I did a podcast recently about their selections in the draft, and Sam Merrill, who are really good shooters. And they're upperclassmen, so, I mean, everybody's mature to a point or just mature uh, to whatever point they are mature. But it seems like uh, these players, as far as upperclassmen, more times than not, they're a little bit more mature and uh, able to step in. And they're uh, experienced and everything. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I think it's a good offseason for the Bucks so far. And I believe that they still have one or two uh, roster spots left so we'll see how they fill those out i'm not sure how much money they have left as far as spending i know that they're a little bit thin as far as backup center goes so they have to maybe try and uh sign a backup center there's still some options out there as far as uh potentially them signing somebody like that uh, but otherwise their guards are really good as far as depth and then their forwards and maybe you know a little a little thin uh as far as their center but uh, they, they looked uh, to be pretty good so far, and they've had uh, some other players uh, leave them in free agency. Wes Matthews, as I mentioned before, is signed with the Lakers. Uh, and then Robin Lopez has went to the Wizards. Sterling Brown went to the Rockets. So uh, they do have some departures as far as some players that aren't on their team anymore from last year's team. But uh, they also have some new players coming in that they really like and hopefully – uh, they're able to uh, do very well. So on the surface, again, I really like the moves, but it'll all depend on how they do. And that's how you kind of see if a move pans out one way or the other. And uh, the season is coming up before we know it. December 22nd is the opener. Training camp starts December 1st. Giannis uh, did a Kumpo's Supermax contract uh, decision. He has until December 22nd to decide if he wants to sign, I believe, the five-year maximum 220-something million dollar offers on the table. We'll have to see if Giannis signs or not. I mean, he's very loyal. He said everything within the media, everything to make you believe he'll sign it, but we'll see. He always wants to make sure the, the Bucks are always looking to win like any team does. So they've been doing that, I think. Uh, and hopefully Giannis thinks that too. And uh, he's able to sign uh, either a five-year deal at maximum length, which means this year, plus five would make it six years or a lesser length deal potentially too, uh, as far as a lot of the stars like to do the shorter term deals. So that way they can get more bites at the apple uh, as far as getting more money and, uh, and everything. So we'll see how it plays out with Giannis. Uh, we still have a considerable amount of time uh, before he has to make that decision. If he decides not to sign it, then he'll be playing the, this year is last year on his current deal, and he'll be an unrestricted free agent. And next offseason, they'll have to figure that out. But 
it'll definitely be a lot of pressure on Giannis, a lot of pressure on the Bucks to go even farther than they did in the past. And uh, then we, they obviously want to avoid him leaving. So ultimately it's up it's up to the Bucks and up to the players and up to everybody within it to build a team that is a contender consistently in the East and in the NBA, and they have. Uh, they just need to perform better in the playoffs, and uh, hopefully Giannis can uh, stay for another several years. But uh, the last thing I want to touch on before closing on another episode of my podcast is the Bucks. Uh, basically, within all their media avenues, have uh, said today that uh, all their games at their home arena, Pfizer Forum, will be without fans uh, until further notice. And that's not really a surprise uh, for the COVID world we live in, the unfortunate world we live in. But uh, people will have to watch the games from their TVs and uh, just kind of uh, stream them or watch them on the TV or, or anywhere, however you get the Bucks game, uh, and uh, be cheering from afar until uh, the fans are able to be let into uh, the arena. And I, I would imagine that other teams are going to do this. I mean, most teams do. There are some teams that have it where some fans can join the game as far as being in the stands, uh, but it's no, not capacity level. It's way less, and you have to be socially distant and everything. So that way we can hopefully sooner rather than later um, this measure and in addition to other measures will have us be over this virus. Uh, but uh, I'm very excited for the upcoming season, and hopefully the Bucks can uh, do some really good things and uh, make it really exciting as they look like they have a really good team again, and hopefully – they're able to play like it. So it's another addition that I just did as far as the Bucks recap of their offseason moves recently. And uh, they'll probably have a few more uh, before training camps heat up as far as uh, filling out the rest of the roster. I think, like I said, there's still one more roster spot to go or, or they might be already set. I'm pretty sure, though, they still have one more or two more roster spots left. But uh, they've filled up most of the roster. So I recapped those moves. And uh, I hope that you've enjoyed all my past episodes, all my previous episodes, all my future episodes, as uh, this is available anywhere you get your podcast for Big A Sports Show. And uh, if you want to keep spreading the word about my show, you can keep spreading the word about my show. I'm always looking to get as many consistent listeners as possible. As the listening support's been great, I look forward to getting even better. And if you want to subscribe to my show, you can subscribe to my show. Otherwise, keep doing it the way you've been doing it. And I can't thank you enough for listening. And... uh, It's another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandle, and I will talk with you all again very soon.